Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than Stand Up. I'm Brent Lamont. Joining me today, mate of the pod, you've all heard him before, our good friend, Sonny Sanghai out of the SAP Maidenhead office. Hi, Sonny. Hello, Brent, mate. How are you? I'm just fabulous. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on the podcast again. Of course. So Appreciate today it. is another one of our our journey. This time, it's just Sonny and I, and we're having a conversation about his journey to agility. And so, Sonny, we're just going to dive right in. So yeah. the first question is, how did you start? So yeah, before I go into the journey of how did I start, I'll give a quick recap of where I was before the journey started. So okay. I started as a um, business analyst when I graduated um, back in what, 2006 it was. And then basically, then I moved into like a project management role. Yep. So the organization I was working in was very um, waterfall-based as well. Um, but fast forward then, I was a good couple of years in the waterfall methods um, and been pro- trying to attempt doing project management at the time. Um, and then I think it was in an organization where I started to work and I started to hear the word agile. And this was like 2010. I think it started to pick up a lot of momentum anyway by that time in the software industry. Um, And then I started to hear about this and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then one of the projects that we were working on, it was a, I think there was in the contract that it would be done in an agile way. So um, that is, was my first experience. And instantly I was hooked to how it was all done. And I was super lucky to have a very good team around me of engineers that knew it quite well. So I think for the first good couple of months, I was just soaking it all in. Uh, sure. One of the one of the coolest parts I remember was uh, one of the engineers called me over and said, "Oh, we're going to do a retrospective." And so I sat in and watched it, and it was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool that they're actually talking about what they were doing, what yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. going well, what was doing." And I found that high, whole dialogue like so transparent. Um, between the team and I was like okay so this is really cool and then I started to really get into it so fast forward a couple of months I I think I asked at that point like can I get involved and become a scrum master because at that time I was kind of tucked away doing process mapping and value stream Mm. mapping and all that Um, so that's when I started to get the opportunity there which I was super grateful for um, to become a scrum master and then for one of the projects, I actually then was the product owner internally um, okay. for an external client as well. So that was good as well. Um, so I started to pick up experience there. Um, and I was super lucky to have good team members who understood it well. Then fast forward, then I went to another organization. Um, and it was back into Waterfall. So sure. that was interesting, right? So I was in Agile, enjoying it went in um i purely went in and you'd probably ask why did you do that so it was probably the project the organization as well so it was like okay i want to go there and try it um and it was waterfall um and i'll be totally transparent i did not enjoy it um at all for the first 18 months it was where we were trying to roll some stuff out in a waterfall method um i was often frustrated with just updating project project plan after project plan um, sure. as well so i think it was me in a time 
time in my career where it was like pretty challenging um, at that time. And then literally once that program was delivered at that time, um, there was just an inst- okay, now we've landed this, we're going to go agile and iteratively now, iteratively develop the future features in this way. Okay. So I was kind of like, oh, okay, great. I've done this before. So could I help in helping the organization get to some sort sure. of level of agile maturity and help start it all off? Yeah. Um, again, had great senior management support um, around me um, at that time who said, yeah, totally up for that support and that is where I met a coach as well who was like super talented and had tons of experience John knew um, and he really helped me and took me through exactly more detail of scrum and Kanban even at that time um, and really was my mentor and coach um, in okay. the agile space definitely um, and so I worked in one part of the organization got it to a good place within about, I think it was 18 months. And then it was going off to another part of the, and often you kind of find that in larger organizations, right? Where one area is starting to do some agile work and then people start to see it working and they're like, okay, let's give that a go as well. So you try to build a good working model there. And that's when I moved to the other part of the organization and then helped them do the work as well in that way. Um, as well and then i joined sap and here i am <laughs> five years later <laughs> see so then that almost makes it like you know you've already hit question one question two and uh and i think you've tipped your hand for question for question five because it's like you know what was helpful for you when you started having a good mentor yeah right? and having organizational that. support yeah. yes right definitely and i i think yeah. those things are really critical to anyone's journey short of you know if you get the opposite it makes you realize that you want it more right if you don't have org support and you go this is the greatest thing that we could ever do you it it tells you that that's the thing that you really should do right um and then having a having a good mentor always makes life happier yeah no definitely definitely because i would say when i went into that organization i would not say i was super super experienced sure i had played around in scrum i'd done it for a couple of years but there was plenty more that i can learn i could still always learn lots more right right Um, in this area um but having someone like john who was around super experienced now i remember one instance when i went over to him and um i said to him Talk to me about estimation and story points because I, what's a five and what's an eight? And sure. I remember he picked up a pencil and he picked up a book and he said, put one in each hand, right? Which one do you think is easier to hold right now? And I went, the pencil. I went, okay. And he went, the book is heavier. I went, yeah. He went, so that's a three and that's an eight. There's your answer. <laughs> that was my first education to story point. You're like, what's the complexity of holding something in your hands, right? <laughs> sure. And that rather than giving any type of effort at that time. Like, so. so then in that scenario, what's a five? What's a five piece of paper? <laughs> no, that'd be lighter, right? <laughs> right. I'd say that's a one. 
Right? That's if you're doing it off of weight. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right? Uh, a very light book. A lighter book. <laughs> Paperback. Yeah, paperback. But yeah, so that's, I think, definitely back to your point, Brent, is um, organizational support from the top is super crucial. Um, yeah. In my journey, it has been. Um, I, I, I have had instances where it may have not been that supported. Um, and I think that's where you do then get some resistance and frustrations internally inside your own like career that um you need to just look at as well so right yeah no definitely so then let's flip the script a little bit let's do what we tend to have as the last question what was the greatest resistance in your career greatest resistance to agile sure i would say i think you know i think I'd be lying. I can't talk generally for anyone else, but I'd be lying to say that when we've tried to implement Agile and I have in any type of organization at a team level, that it's always been well received, right? From absolutely sure. everyone. So I think team resistance to Agile sometimes or individuals inside the team where we have some resistance is probably been the one that's been most challenging. And then obviously based on the type of resistance they're doing, yeah. Like whether they're skeptics or um, the opposite of that, you'll kind of then have to work out, okay, how do, how do we approach this? So I think that at a team level um, okay. for me. So, so then for you, it's been, it's not organizationally, it's, it's team specific. So like you end up with, there's one uh, individual contributor who is, more like I've already done this before and it was horrible or uh, I've done this before and, and it doesn't work well. Like, so that's more of the stuff that you've run into as opposed to the org has said, Nope, you know, we don't need this. We don't need this crazy uh, agile stuff. We're, we're just fine with what we got. Yeah, I've been lucky that I've not been part of an organization which was agile and then said, okay, we're going to waterfall or we're going to put them aside. Yeah, I've not. Because I've had that. Yeah, you've had that, right? Yeah, yeah, you've had that experience. I've had the experience of the opposite, which is, okay, we've done waterfall or we've done some type of methodology, which is that. Probably waterfall in name only, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, okay, we're going to go to Agile. And what I've often found a correlation when that change happens inside an organization is the management and the change of management potentially sometimes. Sure. Or the embracement of Agile as well. Right. Um, I, I had an instance with one organization where there was a project manager, program manager, pretty much off like what, 20 years who actually went and embraced it. Um, Agile. Um, yeah. And I was reporting into him at the time and he totally embraced it, took it on. Um, and again, there was good mentors around, right? So I think that entire, my takeaway from this podcast is 
the journey I've had couldn't have happened if I had, didn't have the right mentors and support mechanism in here. And even into SAP, right? Look at the organization we work for. Right. Uh, within Agile Operation, the amount of support we have internally from our leadership as well. Um, I don't think any of it can be done without that type of support. No, because you run into all the resistance that, you know, it's like you can't or we don't or, you know, and I don't find those phrases being used, right? Oh, That's yeah. just not something that we run into. Which yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Internally here. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've got an absolutely brilliant, like, internally and within agile operations, like, leader structure and support mechanism. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't get better than that right so no it doesn't so actually that's a great place for us to end on this one so in the next episode we'll talk about uh future or current you talking to previous you and then uh let's see the second one was uh what did you have to learn or unlearn which i think is a good topic yeah so, yeah yeah we'll have an right? interesting conversation on that one <laughs> Until, the, until that next iteration, I'm Brent. I'm Sunny. Until the next iteration, you can give us a five-star rating at your podcast provider. Shoot us an email at info at fasterthanstandup.com or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.